This is Faith. And this is Miranda. And, and we are standing in line for California Screaming. And you're listening to Tales from the Mouse House. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Live from Casa de Tales, it's Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast, Episode 105. For January 25th, 2015. Well, uh, before we uh, get on with the show, I've got a little correction to make uh, from the last episode. And I am deeply, deeply, deeply sorry about this. Uh, Ben and Rosemary's daughters were referred to as Faith and Amanda. But in reality, it's not Amanda, it's Miranda. I am so sorry, girls. I didn't mean to make that mistake. The only thing I could think of is that you know, my daughter's name is Amanda, so I just naturally, you know, Miranda, Amanda. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. <laughs> I think they do. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, Ben Ben sent me a message, and and uh, he was so nice about it, too. He just kind of, sorry, you know. And when you get as old as I am, 150 years old, I'm lucky I remember my name. <laughs> oh. And this is the Lost Flight 815 podcast, right? That's right. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so what's going on in your world? Um, well, baby Joel was born. Baby Joel? Who's baby Joel? Is that like Billy Joel Jr.? Baby no? Joel is our newest grandson. Yeah. So he was, he's actually now nine days old. Not, not, yeah, that's right. Nine, is he nine days old already? He's nine days old. Yeah, and, and his birth weight, he was like 16 pounds when he was born, right? Close. Well, half that. <laughs> he was eight pounds seven ounces. Yeah. So his birthday is January the sixteenth. Yeah. Why does that that sounds familiar? That date. I don't know. January sixteenth. I think that was, I that was the day Joel was born. <gasps> oh, yes. I get it. Yeah, it's funny, funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, happy birthday, literally, baby Joel. Welcome to the world. Yeah, he's a cutie. Hopefully, we get to see him soon. Yeah. But we've already FaceTime with him. Yeah. So, which is kind of like a segue into. <laughs> a segue into FaceTiming? No, what? into like one of the other things that. Oh. Yeah. So, um, I was actually watching. Well, now, now before 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 you go on, let's just update everybody on some things. Um, anybody who really knows us knows that. Joyce is the sports fan in the family. She's a big-time football fan, and I'm not so much. So <laughs> that should give you a, a hint as to what's... Uh, now, just think back to what, what football game was played last week. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So I'm a huge Colts fan, and um, let's just say that for <laughs> a very, very long time now, um, the Patriots have been my least favorite football yeah. team. Even before the, the last, gate. no, even oh, the before, one before that, yeah. before that okay. I, I didn't like them. I don't know why. I've just never really liked them. Um, well, to interrupt you, uh, I don't like Belichick. I, I, I didn't like Belichick when he, when he coached the Cleveland Browns. I thought he was an underhanded little jerk then. Yeah. But I mean, it's just, like I said, you know, I 
don't know why I'm, you know, I know that. He's just not a fan, yeah. Yeah. Um, So it has nothing to do with them playing the Colts. I will be the first to admit that the Colts played a bad game. Oh, yeah. They they stunk up the field. And I think that this whole thing that's going on with the Patriots may not have escalated to where it's at had it not been for previous things that have I don't even know. Come to I don't, light. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I don't want to like, you know, go into great detail. Yeah. All I'm going to say is that um, I was watching that game and it was like, you know, do I want to turn it off? Do I want to keep watching it? And then <laughs> um, I happened to look over and I see that I have a FaceTime call coming in. And, and when I answer... It's just little baby Joel's face. There goes Kate again. And so I got to see him, and it kind of took away some of the sadness from, <laughs> from yeah. that game. But um, but I am boycotting the Super Bowl this year. Um, I don't consider myself a hater, but as I said earlier, the Patriots, for as long as I can remember, have been my least favorite football team. Oh, Kate's team. going crazy. I know. So, anyways, I just think with, you know, all this recent controversy and things like that, it's just better for me to skip the game this year because I really wouldn't enjoy it. But, yeah. but go, thing, go Seahawks. Woo. <laughs> yeah. But one thing that has been kind of enjoyable is all the parodies that, that are out there. Um, but today I saw um, one. It wasn't a parody. It was Bill Nye, the science guy. And he was debunking all of these things that Belichick said in his <laughs> press conference yesterday. So it was just kind of funny. So, yeah. you know, for those of you that like the Patriots, that's fine. I understand that, you know, mm-hmm. you support your team and everything. Which is good. I mean, yeah, yeah, it is. But that's just my opinion. So, but, it, but But remember something. At the end of the day, it's a game. It's a game played by millionaires who don't care about you. Now, this is my football rant. Um, I actually lost a friend on Facebook because of this whole debacle. And, and, you know, a lot of people pointed out very appropriately that if if this guy unfriended me on Facebook because of this, then he wasn't a friend to begin with. And I agree. I mean, it's he, he I don't know, but I won't get in, in, into that with him. But um, I, you know, I posted a few things and I, you know, I forwarded a few things about the ongoing controversy with deflate gate. And how they, you know, they deflated or somebody deflated some of the footballs a little bit. And it's a proven fact that um, uh, Tom Brady likes, uh, you know, flatter balls. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the parodies Joyce was, is talking about. But he, he likes he likes the footballs that are less, you know, that they have a little less air in them because they're easier to throw. They're easier to catch, especially in, in bad weather. And... That's what I kept, you know, I kept posting that. And this guy, and, and among other people, you know, they kept coming back and saying, well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because the point is that the Colts would have lost. It was a blowout. The Colts stunk. And my point is, yeah, I know that. And I don't care. That That's not what my, my, my issue is. My issue is with the cheating. It doesn't matter that the Patriots beat the Colts 45 to, to whatever, 7, or if it was 145 to 7. The bottom line is, 
the Patriots, if it's true, the Patriots had to cheat. Which makes it even worse. Because if they are that much better than the Colts, especially in that day, why did they have to cheat? I know. And, you know, that'll be... Well, I actually have two more things to say. Uh-oh. So, you know, going back to the person who unfriended you because of this, mm-hmm. um, one of my Facebook fa- friends... Ugh. Fans. I have fans. <laughs> one of my Facebook friends is a fan of the New England Patriots. Um, she and I used to work together, and... The only thing that she said was, hey, now, Joyce. Yeah. I mean, and, she's respectful. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, yeah, I understand that. She didn't unfriend me for it, even though I probably said yeah. some things worse than what Al said. But anyways. Well, yeah, um, I mean, yeah. Yeah. And I just think, what kind of confidence do you have in yourself if you, if it's true, if you go into the game and and you're using an advantage, Mm -hmm. what kind of confidence do you have in yourself? And if this does come out to where it's it's true and the Patriots actually played a part in it, which we'll probably never know, um, you know, these kids that look up to them, what kind Mm -hmm. of a role model is that? Yeah, it's not a very good role model. No. And that's my point. If this had been a a college or a high school team that, that did this, they would be banned from any kind any kind of um, championship play for crying out loud there's even a chance that they may not even be able to participate in football the football program for an x number of years but if the patriots are found guilty what's going to happen to them nothing a minimum of $25,000 fine which is like a, a half a day's pay for one of the players and loss of a of a draft pick big freaking deal they wouldn't have because they're yeah, going to the, the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl yeah. they would have been... So it would have been a non-issue to begin with. Yeah. Okay, let's move on, because this is not something that's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's not related to... No, but you know what else, What is fun? I get to drive the train. I love it. I think we, t- we talked about this on the last episode, but yeah, I'm driving the the, uh, the uh, Daisy Mountain Railroad here in, in our uh, our little hometown here, and it's so much fun. And um, the, uh, the manager uh, had asked me if I had any Disney music, and I was like... <laughs> Do I have any Disney music? <laughs> yeah, I do, by the way. Um, and uh, she wanted to replace the Christmas music that they were playing with some Disney stuff. So I gave her four CDs full of Disney music, you know, music from the Disneyland Resort and a few other things. And that's what we've been playing. Well, the last, I, I drove the train on uh, Monday, Monday which was Martin Luther, yeah, Martin Luther King Day. I, I got to drive it on Monday. And it was just a good day. I was having so much fun. But the the pinnacle of my day, the, the, the brightest spot of my day, as I was boarding everybody, you know, giving my speech, please keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs, and little brothers and sisters inside the vehicle at all times. And with the music playing, this little kid looked over to his mom and said, it feels just like Disneyland. I just got a big grin on my face, and oh, it was just so much fun. So I like doing that. Yes, yeah. I know. So speaking of that, do you want to share the message that we got on Facebook earlier this week, which also kind of made our day? Yeah, go ahead. So um, we have some friends that live here in Arizona, and... um, He's my alien buddy. Yeah, and, you know, they're really big into um, Iron Man and... Not, not, Not... I am Iron Man, but uh, the the, uh, running... (laughs) Yeah. The triathlon and stuff like that. Um, And they... 
you know, they run marathons and, and things like that. Well, yeah. they have a little boy who's two. Jensen. And he participated in the kids' race at Disneyland last weekend. Yeah, the Star Wars marathon, right? Star Wars half marathon? He did the kids' race. Yeah, but this was the, the Star Wars yeah. half marathon, yeah. Yeah, and then um, Jamie, who is Jensen's mom, he, she, sorry, <laughs> she, um, I think she did the 10K and then Brian did the half marathon. Mm. So, um, so we got a message from Brian on our um, Tales Facebook page and and he told us that he can't wait to start listening to our <laughs> podcast that he's totally addicted to Disneyland yes. now. Yeah. And that just made me really happy. But even before that, um I invited asked them on, yeah. if they wanted to come on the show and talk about Jensen's first trip and his kids race and all that other stuff. So hopefully we'll be having them on the show here yeah, in the next soon. couple of weeks. Yeah, really soon. So Brian, Jamie and Jensen done. I officially welcome you to the Disney Maniacs Club. We don't have cookies. We have corn dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so it's good because Brian and I are friends from a you know a sci-fi community that uh, I used to be part of and and we we've done a few guest spots on a, a sci-fi podcast uh, together and uh, Brian's a great guy. I mean he's 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 super fun. Uh, and like Joy said he lives here in Arizona. They live in Fountain Hills, which is probably about an hour drive from us. And sadly, we've never met face-to-face, but hopefully that'll change with this. What do you think? I hope so. Yeah. Um, what else is going on? Oh, oh, my newest audiobook is now available, shameless plug, uh, by Drew Avery. It's Dead Planet Exodus. It's a kind of a, It was a fun book, um, about five and a half hours long, I think, and it takes place in the future on the planet Mars. It's a great uh, mystery adventure type book. So if you're interested in uh, maybe getting a free copy of the audiobook in exchange for a review, uh, send us an email and I'll, I'll get you hooked up. Yeah. Speaking of books, I've been in this mood to like <laughs> declutter the house oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. since the beginning of the year. And today I started cleaning off some bookshelves and I found a binder on the bookshelf and within that binder, there were like, it's sectioned off. And th- and I have been talking about writing a book for I don't <laughs> know how long. But within this binder, I had started two, if not three books and never finished them. Those are called seeds. Yes. So I need to like really get back into it. Yeah. And, and finish at least one of them. I bet you, uh, I bet you I know a few places that you can turn to for, you know, support dave dave uh um dave smith who wrote uh in the shadow of the matterhorn could probably help you i know yeah so that's my goal yeah once i finish decluttering everything that i want to declutter yeah hey what do do you guys what joyce what do you all think about this measles outbreak from disney well i haven't really been following it from the beginning i haven't read much about it (laughs) <laughs> um, and our local news here in Arizona <sighs> has kind of inflated the. Well, they're blaming Disneyland. You know, yeah. okay. The last the last report that that I think it was Friday or maybe it was Thursday that I had heard from our local NBC affiliate. They say uh, seventy measles, seventy measles cases linked to Disneyland, and then quieter 40 actually related to disneyland well that was kind of inappropriate to say that 
Yeah. And and they're they're making it out like Disney uh, dropped the ball, and it, Disney's Disney's responsible for this outbreak, but it's not true. I mean. No, it's, they can't require people to bring no. their medical records into the park with them, and they can't, you know, do screening on every single guest that no. that comes in. No, and if they did, people would complain about it. Yeah. Yes, you're you're, you're invading my privacy. But but my point is this, okay? If if you're sick, you have the responsibility to keep yourself from infecting other people. And I'm sure that with with something like the measles, you could be a carrier. You could be sick with the measles and not even know it yet. Four days before and four days after your rash. Yeah. Okay. So say four days before your rash appears, right? Four days before your rash appears. Can you imagine how much damage that could do at a place like Disneyland? I know. So if I'm infected with the measles and it's within that four days before the rash appears, I go in and I'm in contact with... I'm in contact with minimum a thousand people in one day. Okay. Those thousand people are in contact with another thousand people. So this could spread like wildfire before anybody even knows it's an issue. Mm-hmm. And if, if anybody who went to Disneyland had the, the, the measles rash and they knew about it, but still went shame on them. But my, my, you know, the bottom line is Disney cannot be held responsible for this. They can't any more than they could be held responsible for a zombie outbreak for crying out loud. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember when we went to Disneyland in, uh, I'm thinking it was, it was 2008, 2008 2009. Yeah. And the hand, oh, the bird flu, the avian flu, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And they had hand sanitizing stations everywhere. everywhere. And they had notices up before mm-hmm. you even entered through the gates. Yeah. Um, so from our experience, we know that if yep. there's something that, that Disney is aware of, that they're very proactive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to prevent it from spreading. Mm-hmm. So I don't blame Disney at all. I don't either. And, you know, looking at the other side of this coin, like you said, that, you know, it's spreading. There are so many people that love Disney and when they have little ones, they can't wait to take mm-hmm. their baby there for the first time um, so that they can, you know, introduce their kids yeah. to all that Disney magic. So, like Brian and Jamie did with Jensen. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it happens and I don't blame Disney. Nope. Nope. Shall we get on with this? Let's yes. get on with the show. Come on, let's do it. <laughs> Dude, stay tuned for Disneyland Resort News. My dad, Crush, totally loves this part. Hey, did you ever find Nemo? Let it go. Just let it go. Disney California Adventure is all frozen over. Replacing the Mad Tea Party, DCA transforms each night into a frozen wonderland. Each and every evening, guests just like you are welcome to chill out at Freeze the Night, a family dance party featuring music from DJ Chill, interactive fun at the Ice House, the Icebreakers dance crew, and more. After walking under an icy archway, feel a sense of wintry wonder wash over you as you're immersed in a dazzling, frozen-inspired decor and lighting effects, perfect for photos, and treated to tasty sweets and frosty beverages that all ages can purchase and enjoy. Plus, throughout the night, a giant thermometer will even register the drop in temperature as things get so cool, they ultimately reach the freezing point. And everyone... 
lets it go in a frozen fun crescendo. Starbucks mugs arrive. Starbucks mugs are a favorite of many coffee drinkers as they visit their favorite vacation spot. And now you can have that same fun while visiting Disneyland. Visit the two Starbucks location at the resort, Disneyland on Main Street and on Buena Vista Street in California Adventure, and you can pick up a beautiful coffee mug unique to each park. Each mug is $14.95, and you can visit Disneyland.go.com for more information. Well, we thought, you know, since it's been a while since we've done one of these, we'd have some fun. We've got some different types of questions for this episode. Remember, if you'd like to share your answers with us, you can either post them on Facebook, Twitter, or send us an email to talespodcast at cox.net. We'd love written or audio. So, who should go first? I'll go first. Okay, you go ahead. What's the first must-do attraction when you get to the park? Now, we're talking about like the your very first foray into the park on your very first visit, you know, after it's been a while. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yep. So when you get to the resort for the first time, not first visit, but for you, you know, let's get on with it. <laughs> Soaring over California. It's a tradition. That yes. was the very first that was the very first attraction that we rode on my very first visit in 2007. Yeah, and I said if we visit if we visit Disney California Adventure first, Soren is the first ride that we ride, but if we go to Disneyland first, Space Mountain. Given the recent health issue, you know, with the measles, if you knew in advance that there was some sort of health issue that relates to Disneyland, would you still go? Yes, I would go. Why? <laughs> because I'm vaccinated. <laughs> but I wouldn't take anyone who wasn't properly vaccinated, like Baby Joel. Yeah, but what, okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree, I agree. Yeah, so you would go? Yeah, I would go. I said, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Unless, of course, there's a, you know, zombie outbreak. And even then, I'd have to seriously consider going still. Because, <laughs> you know, there are a lot of places to hole up inside Disney. So next question, if money was no object... Which of the three Disneyland Resort hotels would you stay at? Disneyland, the Signature Suite, Paradise Pier, the Top Floor Signature Suite, or Grand California Hotel and Spa Signature Suite hmm. Club level? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I love the Disneyland Hotel. Now, of course, we've never been in any of these Signature Suites. <laughs> but uh, uh, like at, at Disneyland, since they did all that... Uh, uh, the upgrade and refurbishment, that's an easy word for me to say. You know, they have the Adventureland suite, the Th Big Thunder, Blue Sky, and stuff like that. And they have some really neat things. So each of these signature rooms at the Disneyland Hotel are, are themed. Like, I think there's a Pirates one, isn't there? I think so. Yeah. But uh, given all of that, um, I I would have to say the signature suite at the Grand Californian. Um, I've loved the Grand Californian since our very first visit. That was the first hotel we stayed at. Uh, I, I, I think that the other hotels are really nice, but the Grand Californian has a, I don't know, a certain feeling to it. it um, it's homey, you know? And we have stayed. We, have, we were bumped up to one of the top floors at uh, the Paradise Pier. Remember that? Yes. It was January and it was raining and cold. Uh, it was a beautiful suite. There was two rooms to the suite, but I would still have to say the Grand Californian. Um, and th that's the, uh, they have like 
concierge service up there, right? I think so. Okay. What about you? Which which would you if no if money was no object? Well, my initial <laughs> answer was one of the signature suites such as Adventureland at Disney California. I mean at Disneyland Hotel. Yeah. But then I got to thinking, yeah, that would be nice and all. But you wouldn't really be immersed in everything because you don't have a view of the park. Good point. So then I changed my answer to the Grand Californian. Oh, you copycat. I know. But like at the Grand Californian, from what I've heard, um, they have a deck where you can watch um, the fireworks and World of Color. And Mm -hmm. again, you know, the concierge and um, just... Living like royalty. <laughs> yeah, and you would be living like royalty because keep in mind that these these are the the suites that they don't put the price on the website, so they're well above fifteen hundred dollars a night. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay. What's next? Um, what do you miss most about Disneyland when you're away from it for any length of time? I just said that you know the magic and. When we go to Disneyland, I feel like I'm disconnected from the outside world. And that's what I miss most. Just mm-hmm. forgetting about everything, even if it's just for a day or two. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, I said everything. <laughs> but mostly the feeling that I get when we're there. It's it, like kind of like you said, that, that carefree, um, disconnected way where... And, and this is actually true. I mean, this has actually happened. Um, on some of the visits, you know, I mean, sometimes personal life can get kind of complicated and, you know, over the years, Joyce and I have had our share of, uh, you know, unpleasant trees, you know, family members passing away, but walking through the gate and, and being immersed inside that berm that Walt Disney created, it's just, it's, it's another world. So you do forget about the, the woes and the worries of your life for just a little bit. And uh, in the way the cast members treat you, and because of that carefree feeling that you get, the way the other people, you know, in general, treat you, and, and they're nice. It's just, it's a great feeling that, you, you know, you wish you could bottle and, and take home with you. And now, for our final question, what's your favorite nighttime show? So, examples, Fantasmic, World of Color, Fireworks. I said Fantasmic. Fantasmic. Now, I love World of Color, and I definitely love the fireworks shows, but Fantasmic just has that great, you know, show feeling to me. And it's also another reminder of our very first visit. I remember how you set that all up, remember? Yep. We had the um, the uh, the riverside viewing with the, the, the little dessert thing and uh, hot chocolate. It was roped off, and we got to feel like celebrities. <laughs> That was even before the podcast. We we started doing the podcast, but yeah, um, I have to. I, I like Fantasmic. I just everything about it. I love the music. I love the everything, and I, and I I understand that they changed it a little bit. Did you hear anything about that? No. Well, if you guys if you guys have heard anything about that, let us know. Okay, Joyce, what about you? What's well, your was, favorite nighttime show? This was a tough one for me because um, I like all the nighttime shows for different reasons. <laughs> but for me, I think World of Color is probably my favorite. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? Um, it's constantly changing, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they always add new things. So if they have a new, um, you know, Disney movie or something, it's always added to to the show. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't get 
old and you get to kind of see. That's a good point. Yeah. And I love the music and I love the, um, the world of color logos. It just reminds me of when I was a little kid and I used to watch, um, Walt Disney's world of color on Sunday nights. Walt Disney presents. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And, but then I also like the, um, the pre-show on Mickey's fun wheel. Oh yeah. So, I mean, just everything about it is my favorite. Yeah. Do you remember, um, when was it? Uh, I can't remember what year it was, but when we took Amanda Mm-hmm. And she didn't want to get wet. Yes. Because now, now if you st- if you if you um, if you stand closer to the to the Paradise Bay, um, you're you're definitely going to get wet. So she didn't want to get wet because it was kind of chilly. It was very cold. Yeah. So we we stood quite a ways away from the the water, but she still got wet because there were <laughs> those little fountain jets. <laughs> she was standing right next to it. Yeah. It was so cold. It was. Um, <laughs> it was July 4th weekend. Yeah, yeah. And we froze. Well, And that was before Frozen came out. <laughs> yeah. Amanda and I froze. I think you were comfortable. Of course. I'm always comfortable in the cold. I like the cold, which makes sense. Well, you know why we moved to Arizona. That's right. Yeah. So, very fun. So, if you guys want to, you know, share your answers, we'd be really interested to hear them. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Tips from the Mouse House. Now you've heard us talk about this next tip before, but it's an awesome tip, so I'm going to share it again. Tours. Disneyland tours are a great way to really immerse yourself in the Disneyland magic. They have everything from a basic get-to-know-Disneyland tour to one that takes you right behind the scenes to the places Walt Disney himself walked. And best part is that you'll get a great collectible souvenir to remember the day by. Yes, it can be a bit pricey, but if you're an annual passport holder, you'll get a great discount. Want a Disneyland trip souvenir that's unique and very memorable, but uh-huh. doesn't cost a fortune? I do. Visit one of Disneyland's penny press machines. Press out a cool design on a penny, costs 51 cents, and when you get home, you can either start a collection and put them in a shadow box or maybe a locket around your neck. Very cool. Well, that's episode 105 wrapped up in a still-fighting-a-head-cold podcast host. That's me, by the way. Hey, if you have any interesting Disney stories, we want to hear about them. Even if it's your first visit. Even if you just fell in love with the place. We want to hear about it. Brian, Jamie, we want to hear about it. You can send those to us at talespodcast.cox.net. And have you checked out our sponsor, Randy Crane, for Mouse Deer Vacations? You really should, especially if you're thinking about taking a vacation. He's a great guy and loves Disney as much as we do. So if you're looking for an honest travel agent who can get you the best deal on just about any vacation, give Randy a shout. You can find Randy at www.randyc-mouseyearvacations.com. And you can read about him on our sponsor page at www.talescast.com. And don't forget to check out... Oh, heck. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash talespodcast. We post all kinds of fun videos there, and you're not going to want to miss out. You know why? Why? Because you'll miss them. 
You won't see them. They'll be gone. <laughs> They'll be gone. They'll just be gone. And be sure to follow us on Twitter for any cool updates or announcements. You can find us at Tales Podcast. And did you know that we have a Facebook page? We do. We sure do. Just go to Facebook and search for Tales from the Mouse House Podcast. And be sure to like us while you're there. And if you'd like to submit a review of a Disney movie or maybe an attraction or restaurant or possibly, you know, the Star Wars Half Marathon, Brian and Jamie, we want to hear about them. And please, how about hopping over to iTunes and leave some feedback and ratings for the show. We really need your positive feedback and ratings. Five stars would help push the show up in the ratings. So if you like the podcast, why not tell everyone so they can like it too? As always, if you'd like to send us a comment or just say, Hiya, pal! You can send us an email to talespodcast at cox.net. Leave us voicemail on the hotline at 304-TALES23. Send us a tweet or message on Facebook or just think happy thoughts our way. This podcast is copyright 2015 by Storyteller Audio Productions. All Disneyland music and related materials remain the property and copyright of the Disney Company. Thanks for tuning in and welcoming us into your home. And remember, make, make it, it a, a Mickey, Mickey day. day. <laughs> a sense of wintry wonder wash over you as a mm, I knew I was going to shoot that up already feel a sense of wintry wonder jeez louise all right one more time disneyland tours are a great hey if you're i've made all the mistakes in this one do you think they're still there what are you doing what? 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 I don't know. Do you think Brian and Jamie will really listen? I think so. I don't know. Brian, if you're listening, the alien is coming to get you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got to go now. Bye. Bye-bye. I think they're still there. Hey, it's dark in here. Oh my gosh. I see stars.